God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless even you. Welcome. 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 Welcome to Wednesday. Welcome to a new day. Welcome to new mercies. Welcome to uh, new insights. Welcome to new discoveries. Welcome to new opportunities. Welcome to God's word. Welcome to the midweek power nugget where 15 minutes of your day can change, will change. If you allow it, God will bless your life through his word. There's nothing we can do to replicate God's word. There is no no dot, no jot, no tittle of his word that shall pass away. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord will stand forever. So grateful to God that he has allowed us to come together once again. Let us pray. Our gracious Father and our Lord God, we glorify you and we bless your holy and righteous name. There is by no other name that we shall be saved. There is by no other name that we shall be delivered, that we should be set free. And so, God, we are grateful for your word. But as equally grateful to you for your word, we are grateful to you for just salvation, just our mind, just who you are to us. We're so grateful, just so grateful. As you have allowed us to come together, as we are continuing to come in today, God, we're praying even now. God, that you would be with us. God, that you would allow your word to speak to us. God, that you would cause your word to lift up our bowed down heads. God, that you would illuminate those dark places in our lives with your word. God, I have no idea what your people are going through. But God, I believe that you have orchestrated your word so that your people can hear it, that they can be encouraged. God, that they can move on a little further. God, I pray that our ears will be open on this morning. I pray that our hearts will receive what you have to say to us. We bless your name and we give you praise. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. I, again, am so grateful to God that he has allowed us to come together once again. On this morning, our travels take us. To Romans the eighth chapter to Romans the eighth chapter we're going to start at the 26th verse Romans the eighth chapter we're going to start at the 26th verse and is my nature and my custom I may read from a couple of different versions only to ensure that we understand what God is saying to us on today Romans 8 starting at verse 26 I'll start in the New American Standard Bible yours might read a little differently it says in the same way the Spirit also helps our weakness for we do not know how to pray as we should but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words and he searches the hearts known Excuse me. And he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, 
to those who are, the, are called according to his purpose. For those who he knew he predestined to become conformed to the image of his son, that he would be the firstborn among many brethren. And these who he predestined, he also called. And these whom he called, he also justified. And these whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him over for us all, how will he not also with him freely give us all things? Who will bring a charge against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is he who died, yes, rather, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who also intercedes for us. Verse 35, who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword, just as it is written, for your sake we are being put to death all day long. We are, were considered as sheep to be slaughtered. But in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer. I needed to pause right there because I got a shout in my spirit. We overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor death, nor any created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. No, I'm not reading from another version. If you could not get it from there, you will not get it. The word of the Lord encourages us and is blessed on this morning with the few moments that I have left. I want to encourage you that there is hope in a hopeless world. Yes, sir. There is hope in a hopeless world. You all, it is someone's truth, maybe not on this call, but it is someone's truth that they feel hopeless on today. Whether they're on this call or not, whether they're a believer or not, there are things that occur in this life that can feel, cause someone to feel as if things are hopeless. It could be an unexpected phone call. It could be the loss of a job. It could be a broken relationship. You all, it could be uh, police Violence. It seems like that's all they're talking about on today. If you're in Florida, it is uh, uh, political factions and and changes to satisfy political agendas. And that's not just Florida. That's every place we look. You are all around us. Things can seem to be falling apart. Situations beyond our control. Anything you all can happen to cause us to feel hopeless and to struggle to find peace amidst the chaos in our lives and the world that we live in. 
And sometimes it drives us to ask the question, when will this stuff end? <laughs> when will all of this stuff end? You know, watching the news last night and, and, and hearing of a, a 21, wasn't even 22, I don't think, or maybe she was 22, year-old mother, five months pregnant, found uh, uh, deceased on the street next to an SUV where her one-and-a-half-year-old son was sleeping. You all, thoughts like that just devastate, devastate our very uh, uh, presence and psyche. And, and it's getting to the point where some of us have become numb to the things that happen in the world simply because it happens so much we can't even emotionally respond to it anymore. We get numb and we feel as though no one even cares. We feel as though this world is at a place of hopelessness. But you all, I am encouraged today. I'm encouraged that regardless of what happens to us in this life, that there is hope. Yes, it is. There is hope because the reality of it is life is going to happen. Life is going to happen. I was sharing with someone last night about, you know, uh, uh, taking my mother in and, and all of the challenges that I see. Uh, uh, now that she's here and I'm watching daily and hourly um, the challenges that I see and, and this, you know, at the person that I was talking to, nope, we're not having that negative thought. We're not having negative talk tonight. I'm like, what's negative about telling you about mortality? I said, don't get this thing twisted. I said, I'm factual about what I see, but I know what God can do. And I also know that even in the midst of her challenges, she still thanks God. She still finds something to praise God for. And you all, I've, I want to encourage you on today that regardless of what it is that may be going on in your life, regardless of what it is that we see going on in the world, regardless of what the forecast and <clears throat> when I say forecast, I'm not talking about the weather, y'all. The, the forecast of, of what we see that might be on the horizon, that, that's coming at us, uh, again, in political factions, in our jobs, you know, in, in uh, the economic uh, upswing or downturn, regardless of what we see on the landscape. I need you to know that while it seems like everything else is going away and everything else is falling away and falling apart, hope will never fall away or fall apart. How do we know this? First of all, you know, I'm going to get back to the scripture that we read, but I want you to know that Jesus assured those that follow him that I am with you to the very ends of the earth, to the very end of the age. 
That's what Matthew 28 tells us. After he tells us what to do, go and make disciples, baptizing them, teaching them to observe all things. He said, lo, I will be with you always. So even in the midst of all the craziness that we see, Jesus will never leave us. And while it doesn't guarantee us a life free of pain and suffering, it provides us hope. Yeah, it does. It provides us hope. We read through Romans 8, and, and, and even though the Scripture says, you know, who will separate us from the love of Christ and goes through the various uh, uh, trials that we go through, will tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword, understanding that those were very realistic dangers to the biblical believers. And we have realistic dangers, challenges that we face every day. But then the scripture goes on to say that in all these things, the King James Version said we are more than conquerors. The, 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 the New American Standard Bible says we overwhelmingly conquer, not just conquer, but overwhelmingly conquer. Somebody ought to be encouraged today that nothing that you go through, nothing that you go through will take you out. Does it feel good? No, I'm not saying it feels good. But you really can say goodbye to hopelessness and change your hopelessness into hopefulness. First of all, you need to understand there's no quick fix to overcome despair. There just really isn't. It does take time for, 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 for you to be able to embrace that God is in the midst. So get ready to wait, but just know that perseverance, work of patience. Remember that scripture? So listen, hang in there. Don't give up because Jesus is right there with you in the middle of it. And, and, and can I just say this? Learn how to take some, some uh, good breaks every day. Yeah, there are some good breaks. In other words, look for something positive because there are positive things that can interrupt those days that you feel as though it's just full of chaos and despair. Look for them and then embrace them and thank God for them. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal them to you so that you can get a song in your spirit and give God praise. And last thing, you all, encourage others. We often bring people into our pity parties. But you all, encourage others because it's real difficult for you to be in despair while you're encouraging others in theirs. And let them know that nothing can separate us from the love of God. And if that doesn't give you hope, then I don't know what will. Let's pray. Gracious Father, we glorify you and we give you praise. God, we thank you for your word. God, help us on today to remember that in spite of everything, 
you are right there with us. Be with us as we go about our day today. In Christ's name we pray, amen. God bless each and every one of you. Have an amazingly God-blessed day in Jesus' name.